Hello again, and welcome to the Blue Collar Bible Guy podcast. My name's Mike, and I'm the Blue Collar Bible Guy. I want to welcome you back uh, for the next episode as we get into the section on the armor of God, which I've uh, teased for a while now on the on the show, and uh, we'll get into that t- tonight. Um, uh, hopefully, everybody's had a good week at work this week. I know I had a uh, uh, kind of a rough week last week with a bunch of uh, trucks being down on my routes and having to uh, uh, jump from truck to truck from day to day, it seemed. Had some long days, but got through it. And uh, right now it's Sunday night and I'm getting ready to uh, take on the week again uh, starting tomorrow morning. So I hope all you uh, blue collar Christians out there are prepared for a uh, good week of trying to represent Christ and everything that you do at work and try to be an example uh, to those around you of uh, the salvation that you have in him. Um, so right now what we're going to go ahead and do is read through a few uh, verses of scripture in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 6, um, verses 10 through 13. If you have a Bible, go ahead and open it up and I'll go ahead and read in mine. And uh, Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 13, and we'll probably only actually get through talking about uh, one of the verses tonight, maybe two, and then uh, the next episode, or it will we'll just go on from there. So um, if you look at Ephesians 6, chapter 10, it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. And so we'll stop right there and uh, talk a little bit about this. Um, Each day we all go through uh, different trials and struggles. Um, just to, you know, get our jobs done, uh, to be able to provide for our families, um, trying to represent Christ in everything we do, and, and still dealing with all of the obstacles that the world hands, hands to us every single day. Right now we have uh, struggles with, uh, you know, political struggles, economic struggles as well, um, that add on to all the daily things that we that we deal with, and we have to face those in the right way. Um, whether it's inflation, you know, trying to find ways to uh, stretch the dollar a little bit further so that we could uh, provide uh, food and housing for our families, um, you know, whatever the case may be, there's there's things that everybody deals with, and we have to deal with it differently than the world. And God gives us a way to do that, and He gives us tools to do that, and so. The tools that we're going to be talking about are, are the armor of God. And there's a list of what, of, of, of what the armor is, starting in verse number 14, which we'll get to in future, future podcasts. Um, but it's really no different than, than the uh, tools provided um, that we have every day on our jobs. Um, usually on the job, you know, we have tools called uh, PPE, uh, protective, uh, personal protective equipment. Um, so like on my job, driving my routes in the garbage truck, I'll have certain things that I need to, to take with me that um, they may not make the job easier, but they protect me in the job from the obstacles that are out there and the dangers that are out there. 
Um, so I, I always have a hard hat with me when I'm at landfills. I've got to I've got to wear the hard hat, um, you know, to protect from any fallen objects um, or anything like that. I've got uh, steel toe work boots to uh, uh, protect my feet while I'm while I'm out of the truck. If you uh, really want, you could get steel shanked work boots to protect against stepping on. Um, you know, sometimes there's wood under the ground, under under the dirt with nails sticking out, and so you might uh, might want to wear those. Uh, definitely gloves are very big in my job because of at times you, you, you grab bags or things that might have sharp um, objects sticking through, um, needles, nails, uh, broken glass. Um, you have a lot of pinch points you have to worry about. In fact, I, I lost part of my thumb several years ago from a pinch point. Um, and I was wearing my gloves at the time, but um, it didn't help uh, the, the total damage, but it probably would have been a lot worse had I not been wearing my gloves. And then uh, the last thing I'm, I'm thinking of is I, I wear a high visibility vest um, while I'm while I'm working on my route so that uh, traffic can see me. So it keeps me uh, it keeps me visible. So it keeps me safe from cars coming by, and it also keeps me safe while I'm at places like the landfill where there's a lot of heavy equipment operating, and and especially uh, if I get there early and it's dark, um, it, it makes me more visible. Uh, to those that are working around me to to keep me safe so that there are no accidents so so we 're given specific tools that that uh, help um, protect us from the dangers that are in our that are in in our daily lives at work well god 's given us protective tools as well that help keep us safe um, from the attacks of the devil, but also the tools that God gives us are also also work as um, uh, offensive weapons. It's not just for defense against attacks, but um, he provides us with the tools that we need to go on the offense against the devil and these attacks to help us have the um, right state of mind as we deal with the same struggles that everybody in the world deals with, um, but also have the right positive frame of mind knowing God's in control while we're dealing with the specific personal attacks that that the devil might have for us. So um, verse 10, I'll go ahead and read verse 10 again. And um, it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And so I, I put, sort of put headings on each one of these. In verse 10, um, the heading is uh, be strong in the Lord. Verse 11 is put on what God has given you. Verse 12 is what we're fighting. And verse 13 is why we need to fight God's way. And as I said, we'll probably just do verse 10, maybe verse 11 tonight, but um, be strong in the Lord. Uh, the very first word in that verse, it just says finally, which in the original Greek literally means for, for the rest. So Paul's saying, get ready for the rest of what you need to know. He Just before this, Paul's talking about different um, things in our, in our lives, different different things that we that we need to do um, in, in how we conduct ourselves in relation to other people. Whether it's telling you know children how to uh, obey their parents, or how uh, fathers and mothers are supposed to um, uh, treat each other, or um, you know how fathers are supposed to uh, treat their their children, there's all there's all these different um, uh, lessons for us on how we are to interact with with other people, and then when you get down to verse number ten. Paul says, finally, my brethren. 
And so he's saying, you know, get ready. Get ready for the, the rest of what you need to know because there's something out there that's even more dangerous than these, than these relationship issues that we might come across. But the devil's out there um, uh, on the attack and we have to be prepared for this spiritual warfare. And so when he says finally, he's saying, he's saying get ready for the rest of what you need to know. And the next part is be strong. And so the words be strong, where it says to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Um, be strong here in the Greek is both passive and imperative. Uh, telling the reader, telling us to allow the Lord to strengthen you, which is the passive part. So God's, well, if you're a child of God, if you're saved and you're living your life serving God, God is working with us and preparing us and wanting to strengthen us, but we have to allow him to do that. So that's the passive part of being strong is to allow the Lord to strengthen you, allow him to do the work in you. And, but it also indicates that um, there's an imperative there, um, which, which is, is something that we do. Um, so as, as, along with letting God strengthen us, we're to prepare ourselves for the battle and strengthen yourself in the Lord. And you get an example of this in 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 6, where David shows us an example of one who is preparing himself for battle and, and, and strengthening himself in the Lord. And it says there in 1 Samuel 30 and 6, And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. So uh, David was under, under this, this attack, this struggle going on where, where the people were, were distressed and were turning against him and they thought that he, uh, he had failed and, and, um, and David had to, had to find courage um, in the Lord and in himself and strengthen himself in the Lord his God because he knew that the Lord had gotten him through um, uh, different situations in the past and David is always able to find strength in that. If you read a lot of the Psalms, you'll see a lot of the Psalms is David referring back. He's, he, he's addressing God with a problem, and he often refers back to other situations when God has gotten him out of those situations, how, he, how God's delivered him from, uh, from the attacks, delivered him from, um, from his danger. And David's able to, to look back at those things and find strength in the Lord to get him through the current situation. And that's what we need. When we're, uh, we need to often be grateful to God for the things that he's uh, put us through, uh, where, things that he's allowed, to, allowed us to go through, the things that have caused us to grow in the past, and use those examples, use those different things um, in our daily lives to strengthen us as we go forward. And so, you know, you could be having a, a very difficult time at work, um, perhaps like in, in the situation in, in, in a lot of companies right now, there's shortages of employees and, and you can look back at times where, where it's been difficult before, but God has allowed you, um, to, to thrive through a certain situation and to, uh, just build your faith, knowing that he's in control and, and know that you can go to work, give your best work, your best, um, as if you're working under the Lord doing your job with the mindset that God is the one who is your boss and know that God is going to get you through it and he's going to get you to tomorrow and you're going to get through this 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 rough patch and uh, it's all going to to um uh work out in the end 
um, in, in God's way. And, and we may not always know exactly what that is. He, God may just decide to change the situation altogether and put you in a better situation. But if we remain faithful to him, trusting in him to get us through it, um, he will always deliver us um, one way or another, even if we don't understand what that way is. We have to com- have complete faith in him because of the things that we've seen him do in our lives and the things that we've seen him do for other people um, throughout our lives. So strengthen yourself in the Lord and also be willing to submit yourself and allow, and allow God to strengthen you. Uh, the next part, uh, the Lord is the one who provides the power in both cases, whether it's um, allowing him to strengthen you or strengthening yourself in the Lord. God is the one who provides the power for that to happen. Uh, flip over is this is a theme throughout Ephesians. If you want to flip over to Ephesians chapter one, verses 19 and 20, this talks about the power of God in our lives. It says in, in Ephesians 1 19, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. So we here we, here we see in verse 19, it talks about the great, the exceeding greatness of his power, of God's power to us who believe. If we, if we believe and we trust him, God's power is going to be seen through us um, and according to the working of his mighty power. And so we, we need to trust God and trust his power because that's the same power that, that allowed Christ to be risen from the dead. And that's the same power that has placed Christ at the right hand of God, who's, who's in heaven now making intercession for those who, 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 who trust in him. Then uh, you jump down a little further to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1, and it says here, and you, hath he quick, sorry, <clears throat> and you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. And that's just another acknowledgement for us, knowing that we've, we've been saved because we put our faith in Jesus Christ, that um, we were dead in our sins, but because of God's power, he has quickened us um, and, and, and made us alive. Quickened, it just means he, he resurrected us. He, he gave us life over the, the power of sin in our lives and, and, and allows us to be able to live a life, live a life that's faithful to him and trusting in him. And then uh, Ephesians chapter 3, we'll read verses 16 through, uh, through 21. It says, That he would grant you according to his riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints that is in the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all all that we ask or think, according to the power, uh, according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. So here again we see um, God who grants us the ability um, uh, to succeed through his power, his strength, that he's always looking out for us and he's willing to grant us what we need according to his riches uh, and glory. And that we, by faith, can be successful because we're grounded in his love and, and he's always there uh, pushing us forward, pushing us to 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 overcome the things that this world 
has to offer us, the things that, the, that this world attacks us with, because the things that God has for us are much higher. So we need to remember that the Lord's might is available to us in our spiritual warfare, because that's what this is. It's a spiritual warfare. The things that, that happen to us every day, whether it's the economy, um, politics, the struggles at work, the struggles in family, um, struggles uh, uh, with with other relationships. These things are part of that spiritual warfare that works on our mind. This battle that goes on in our mind, um, that that leads us to try to they're not try to, but it leads us to start believing the lies of the devil. That, that tells us that we're not good enough for God's forgiveness, that tells us um, that we'll never measure up, that tells us that there's no hope in doing uh, things the, the, a holy way, that there's no hope in following, following God because we're going through all these trials that the world um, has set up for us. Um, this spiritual warfare, it's, it's, a, it's a warfare of the mind, and we have to take control of the mind through, this, through strengthening ourselves in God. And so what we need to do to, to access this power to, to win these uh, battles in the spiritual warfare, I've got a list of things here. Um, we need to access the power that we must believe we must believe and study God's word. God's given us his word. He's given us the Bible to allow us to have more of the tools that we need to succeed in these battles. So we have to access this power we need to believe and study God's word. We have to trust God's word. It's 100% accurate. It's 100% uh, preserved. It's 100% uh, inspired by him. And so we need, to, we need to believe that that is true, but it doesn't do any good to just believe something if you don't know what's in it. And so you need to take the time to really study God's word and seek his guidance and, and seek the Holy Spirit's guidance in helping us to understand um, how God wants us to live and how God wants us to respond to all of life's difficulties. Second, we need to trust his promises. God promises us things throughout scripture. He's revealed promises to us that we can claim um, in our lives and know, uh, in fact, that it's true. Uh, there's a lot of statements within scripture that tells us if we do one thing, something else is going to happen. Um, Jesus says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men, which means if we are truly following Jesus, we will be fishers of men. We will be leading people, uh, leading people to Christ, which is part of our job while we're at work, while we're doing everything uh, that we go about in life is to follow Jesus, um, follow his example, follow uh, his lifestyle, uh, follow his uh, obedience to the Father. And if we're doing those things, the promise is we will become fishers of men. Uh, number three, we must remember that what he has done for us in the past. That goes back to what I, what I said about David earlier um, in the Psalms. So many times he looks back at the things that have gone on in the past and, 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 and we can claim, those, claim that as, as something that, that we can trust him to uh, uh, help us in the future. So remember the things that he's done in the past that gives us confidence in God's ability to fulfill his promises. If, if you remember a time when God has gotten you through a really tough situation, um, remember that and, and pray about that and recognize that God is going to get you through uh, the trials in the future. Number four, we must know that he has equipped us with all that we need. 
And so in this particular uh, passage, we're talking about the armor of God and know that he has equipped us with everything we need. He's equipped us with his word. He's equipped us with the Holy Spirit. He's equipped us with armor uh, that we need to take and put on and, and use in the battle against uh, against this world and against the devil. He's equipped us with churches, church families, people that we can um, uh, pray with, pray for, um, um, get encouragement from, talk to, and and just uh, have have fellowship, which allows us uh, to have even more faith in what God's doing in our life. And then number five, we must actively seek to use the things that he has prepared for us. God has so many tools out there for us to use. Uh, but we have to we have to seek those out. We have to seek out what those are, and we'll get into that in, in future episodes when we talk about specific uh, pieces of this armor of God. Um, but we have to seek out the tools that He's given us and um, practice with them, make them something that's usable for us. It does no good for you to get a new piece of equipment at work. Um, and, and just, and then just start hitting buttons or just start swinging it around or, or whatever you might do with something. You have to learn how it's used. You have to, you have to be trained on, on the proper way to do things. You have to be trained in safety, uh, uh, safety policies for that particular item. You have to know how it works before you can use it in the proper way, in the most effective way. And so it's the same thing with the tools that we have for the spiritual warfare. We, we've got to be trained. We've got to seek out what these tools are and seek out the proper way of using them to make them as effective as they could possibly be. Because God's prepared them for us. We need to be prepared to use them. And so those are the, those are the, 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 the key points uh, that I wanted to cover in the first section in, uh, in verse number 10 for being strong in the Lord. Um, God has got so many plans for us, but we have to be ready to seek out how to fulfill those plans. Um, and those plans are, 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 you know, pretty simple. We need to seek out his will. We need to, we need to be, um, living our lives at home in a way that honors God and that trains our it trains our children and leads our family in the right way. We need to uh, live out a way, uh, a live a life at work, which brings honor to God and is a, uh, a testimony to our bosses and coworkers and employees below us. We have to uh, try to live honestly uh, with all all people. We have to try to uh, live in peace with all people, and that's a difficult to do in this world where there's struggles and attacks coming from all sides. And so that'll that's going to end this first little section on the armor of God. Next time we're going to look at verse eleven on uh, uh, putting on what God is giving you, giving you, and um, just just getting into that. Uh, verse there and how we should we can be strong in the Lord and put on the full armor that he's supplied for us. So I want to thank you for tuning in to the Blue Collar Bible Guy podcast. Again, my name is Mike. I'm the Blue Collar Bible Guy. Uh, feel free to send me an email um, just uh, with your feedback or send me an email of your stories of different ways in which you've been able to live out your faith at work. Uh, send an email of uh, maybe a funny story um, that happened to you while you're at work and 
uh, just just to get a little feedback and hear from you. So so send me an email at bluecollarbibleguy at gmail.com. Again, that's bluecollarbibleguy at gmail.com. Uh, please remember to like and subscribe to this podcast. Um, leave a, a rating or review, and uh, we will uh, look forward. I'll look forward to hearing from you in the future through email. And uh, stay tuned because uh, the next episode should be coming out in the next few days. Thank you very much.